You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Don't take money. Don't take fame. (laughs) You don't need no credit card to ride this train. This is Kapow, the pop culture podcast. And we are talking time travel. My name is Jordan Lou. Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. You know that tune, don't you, Jesse? Oh, you bet I do. I might, better, I might have even just listened to that today, as a matter of fact. I did, fact. too. I did, too. <laughs> it better not be number 10. Um, So, let's see. What are we doing? We are back talking the top 20 time travel films of all time with special guest Jesse Starcher of the Source Material Podcast over on the Redlich and Broadcasting Network. This is part two. We've already done 20 through 11. Should we do a quick recap? Boy, we yeah, we yeah, did I'll it all right. Here. <laughs> At, boy, listen to this mess. Okay. So don't skip that. You should listen to it because it, it goes from civil to not so less than civil. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to stop now and go back and listen to, the, to that discussion, a lot of, a lot of fretting, a lot of finger ringing, but uh, hair pulling, but I'm going to spoil it and read those 20 picks here. We got at number 20, Jesse picked Army of Darkness. At 19, Cliff had Midnight in Paris. He followed that up with Idiocracy at number 18. At 17, I picked a new indie movie from 2020 called Beyond the Infinite Two Minutes. At 16, the OJ picked Frequently Asked Questions About Time Travel. At 15, Cliff came back with 13 going on 30, which threw threw us for a loop, but he he was, he was, uh, it's a time travel. What it it was doing was setting a trend. Yeah. (laughs) Then at uh, 14, Jordan had his first pick that late into the draft uh, with Run Lola Run, the 90s uh, time loop movie. And then... At uh, 13, I went with a sentimental favorite, Frequency. Um, then at 12, Jesse came back with Flight of the Navigator, which pleased Cliff greatly because he said he was going to pick that at some point. So that's good. We got a, a favorite of a few people on the list here. And then at 11, Cliff chose Field of Dreams. I believe I flipped the table, <laughs> left. Uh, Jesse, we love the movie. But we just didn't think it needed to be that high on our time travel list. So Jesse used his veto, the first power used in this uh, little session here. And uh, so Cliff replaced it with Terminator 2 colon Judgment Day. We all agreed this absolutely belongs on the time travel list. Uh, A couple of us wish it may have been higher, but we're glad to get it on here. And now we're up to our top so there's a lot of room here to get some quality stuff on there. I can't wait to hear what other people, even outside of us, think should have been on here. I hope your favorites make this list. I hope my favorites make this list. Uh, so looks like Jordan is going to... No, yeah, Jordan is going to get to make his second pick hmm. out of four. He will be picking the number 10. So good news, everybody. 
every movie after this is better than Terminator 2. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's what we have to deal with. But I mean, yeah. that, that, there's, and that's pretty good for a movie. We, we, yeah. we have a bunch yeah. of powers left. Should we have used it? Something maybe, but we're holding on to see what else could go wrong, basically. So the powers, the powers that remain are Jordan has two vetoes to try to protect his number one pick or do what he will with them. Uh, Cliff still has a veto. Uh, Jesse still has a veto override, and I still have my veto. So I feel like uh, these could come into play if we don't like something. If there's something pops up, we don't like it's time to break these suckers out. So we got Jordan at number 10. All right. So I chose the column with only four picks, which I'm feeling good about now. Yeah. Now that you're in the top 10 and have three picks. Right. Because <laughs> there's not much. I have three picks and I got about three definites. And I don't know. Not, not much backups. past that deserves to be in the top 10. So Uh-oh. let's let's hope I get all my picks on this list. <laughs> if it's remotely good, you better <laughs> let him have it. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a, that's a, that's a threat. That's really just a threat. <laughs> He has the number one pick also overall. So so I'm going to go ahead on my personal list. This might be a little higher. I don't know where it falls with you guys and your level of nostalgia, but I will stick with number 10, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, 1989. Now, a motion picture so grand, so magnificent, and so vast, it spans 7,000 years. No way! Yes way! But it starts with Bill. I'm Bill S. Preston! Who was Joan of Arc? And Ted. Noah's wife? We're in danger of flunking most heinously tomorrow. A force from the future. Can we go anywhere we want at any time? You can do anything you want. Is putting history at their fingertips. Let's reach out and touch someone. They're traveling through time. How's it going, royal ugly dudes? Put them in the iron. Excellent! Execute them! Bogus! And they're making a big impression. Historical babes. Now they're home. Everybody get together, remember who your buddy is. To trash the 20th century. We got a live one here. Keanu Reeves, Alex Winter, Napoleon. We're from history. Billy the Kid. Oh, my God. Joan of Arc. Sigmund Freud. Tell me about your mother. You a musician? Beethoven. Genghis Khan! Abraham Lincoln. Party on, dudes! Socrates. George Carlin. We're history. If you guys are really us, what number are we thinking of? 69, dudes! <gasps> Bill and Ted's Excellent! Excellent! Excellent adventure. Party on, dude. I like it's, it. Uh, a comedic take on time travel. Keanu Reeves, Alex Winter, um, trying to pass a high school history program. Rufus shows up, George Carlin. Let, because they, uh, if they fail, you know, he's gonna. One of them's got to go to military school. You know, it's just gonna be a problem all around. <laughs> they go, 
And they go back Goes in to time. military school, becomes John Wick. Right. <laughs> Meet all these historical figures. We got who? We got Bob Genghis Khan, Socrates so- Johnson, mm-hmm. and, uh, <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. Uh, just yep. great, great uh, 80s, you know, the the... the the, va- you know, the California Valley vernacular that these guys have with each other, the excellent the air guitar, just iconic, iconic movie all around. I love it. Uh, had a sequel, and then many years later, even had a third one. So I'm not, I must not be the only one who loves it. Yeah, this, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Go on. I was just gonna say this was a super fun movie that um, I don't think anybody at the time ever thought it was gonna be a thing. And how quickly that changed because this was a huge hit, um, especially among, you know, kids our age, uh, because it was so fun and, and it was silly, but yet so many things came out of that, the smart comedy that we picked up on, you know, I'll, anytime, Anybody says anything about Socrates, that's all I ever think about. Socrates. <laughs> Socrates. <laughs> and this movie right. and the brilliant, you know, Carlin right there in front of us uh, as uh, Rufus. Rufus. And having the time machine being a silly uh, phone booth. You know, talk about a relic, something that doesn't exist anymore uh, with the stupid antenna on top that gets broken and and you know they had the fun um the fun like video game type effects almost you know the computer animation with the tubes that they traveled through time uh just so so fun go ahead Seth oh I I I like this movie it's uh I love it at 10 I love I I mean this is probably my favorite placement <laughs> it it's not in it's not my top 10 but I'm I I'm glad to see it not way higher. I was afraid this was going to be on somebody's list too high. So I love that Jordan picked it at 10 because it, it deserves to be there. And, uh, yeah, I love it. I, just, I remember really enjoying it. It's hilarious. I even like Bogus Journey. So uh, good <laughs> stuff. Good stuff. Right. Yeah, I think I had this was definitely on my list at uh, – uh, it was it – was, 10's fine. I'm fine with it. <laughs> 10's fine. That's exactly <laughs> ten, how I feel. 10, ten is fine. Uh, I think that... I, I don't think I went to the theaters and watched this. This is 89, so um, most likely I rented this and watched it. Loved it. Just like you said, it's it's a goofy like teen comedy. Uh, time travel's mixed in there, and these guys... The, the tagline for on the poster was... <laughs> Was Let it strange things are afoot at the Circle K? No, no, it was uh, not. It was not that. That's the line. Uh, that's the line I remember. All <laughs> History is about to be rewritten by two guys who can't spell. <laughs> so, I mean, they 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 play these. They're not jocks. They're not. You know, they're they're just these goofy, dumb high school kids that are trying to get by and pass this exam, and the it's like only- the it's like the prequel to Dude, Where's My Car. but these guys are destined to be something and that's you're sitting there that's the big thing about this movie is like these guys they are responsible for world and a religion peace 
of yeah. religion, you know. And you're looking because at these do, guys like they have good hearts. Like they're not, right. you know, they might be a little, a little dim. They might be a little dense, but they're, you know, they, they're guys. A good story of friendship. They're and, happy. Uh, yeah. And that's yeah. the allure. Is like you're trying to figure out how do they go from this point to that <laughs> point, and but the the one thing, the one critical event in their history is that they have to pass this exam or things, <laughs> you know. The future is just basically going to be destroyed, and Rufus Put. has come back to make sure that that's happened. Um, yeah, it's it's an iconic '80s film too. A lot of fun. Uh, there's the, the soundtrack, which I don't have in front of me. I bet you could probably kick some ass. I bet uh, I know that I know a few songs off of the second uh, mm. Bogus Journey, <clears throat> off of that one pretty easy. But um, yeah, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, great film, deserves to be on the list. I'll take Absolutely. it at number 10. I, I love it. I, perfect, perfect placement here. Okay. So that takes us to number nine. That's me, I think. Let's see. Yeah. So my first of three picks in the top 10. Not going to get another one here for a little while. So what am I putting in here? I think I know what I'm doing. Because, let's see, this has to to be on here for me you know so i think this is where it should be for me too even you know it's it's uh it's probably the least time travel movie on my list but it's still all about time travel field of dreams yes you caught me i want this was all about that getting would be it higher awesome. this was all a ruse I just, wanted it, I just wanted to get it higher on the list oh let's see here i gotta find okay this is a movie based on a classified ad a real classified ad that read wanted someone to go back in time with me this is not a joke You'll get paid after we get back. Must bring your own weapons. I've only done done this once before. And then in bold, safety not guaranteed. Writers, does anybody have an idea for a story? How about uh, this time travel ad? Guy writes a classified that reads, Wanted, someone to go back in time with me. This is not a joke. You'll get paid after we get back. Must bring your own weapons. Safety not guaranteed. I've only done this once before. I want to find this guy. You know, see if maybe he believes in this stuff. I don't know. I think it could be funny. You want to do it? Can I get a couple of interns? Help me with I'll the research? It. Me, do, please. Me. All right, give me the lesbian and the Indian, and I got a story. What'd you get? Guy's name, where he works. What makes you think he won't slam the door in my face, too? Probably none of the other people were beautiful girls. Easier now. Do you sell guns here? Something sexy and affordable with killing power? Is there a pest problem? Well, if your ad had been written properly, I may have a better idea of what I need. I hope you worked harder on your calibrations. My calibrations are flipping pinpoint, okay? Mm. You ever face certain death? If it was so certain, I wouldn't be here, would I? I think you're ready for the next steps in basic training. I think I'm getting better than you. Now, let's not get ahead of yourself here, okay? I'm certain I'm being recorded. I'm certain I'm being followed. What's wrong with this guy? What makes you think there's something wrong with him? Because he thinks he can go back in time. What are you going back for? The mission has to do with regret, mistakes. No matter how tempting it will be, we're never, ever going to say, hey, leave your Star Wars figurines in the box because it'll be worth like hundreds more. Uh, I love this movie. It's from 2012. Colin Trevorrow, 
directed. It's so it's such a sentimental movie to me, but it, it's uh, Mark Duplass, Aubrey Plaza, Jake Johnson. Um, it's about you know go about about regrets and uh, reliving some things if you can, and it, and he uh, Mark Duplass's character um, places this uh, ad in the classifieds and tries to get someone to go back and you know time with him and. This is the best thing Aubrey Plaza has ever done. I I think she's adorable in this movie. Uh, It's got a little bit of that mumblecore to it. The scene in the grocery store is phenomenal with the cans of soup and stuff. But it's all all about, you know, is he or isn't he serious? Does this guy really have the ability to go back in time as he says he does? And she works for a... uh, magazine i think where they're trying to just you know find a story so they see this classified ad and go go follow it up and try to see if this guy is full of it or not he certainly seems like it he claims to be being followed by uh you know men in black basically the government, government officials and they find out people actually are following him you know is, so is it true is it not or are they also just curious um meanwhile jake johnson's character is you know, kind of stumbles upon a high school sweetheart off Facebook or whatever. And he kind of does his own traveling back in time, just trying to relive some of his past. So it's all just about regrets. Um, and it has a pretty climactic finish that uh, not everybody loves. Not everybody, not this what didn't go over with everyone, but it just hit me squarely. And I, I just love it, love it, love it. My son and I have watched it several times. It is just a, as sentimental as time travel movie can get to me. So that's safety not guaranteed. Has anyone else seen it? So yeah. I have, and that was on the suggestion by Jordan. Uh, a few years ago, I threw something out there on Facebook. It was obviously about time travel movies. And Jordan suggested this one. Uh, and I watched it and yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I had a good time. Um, you talk about the ending. Uh, this is my jam. I like movies like this. I don't, you know, I don't want some kind of cookie cutter ending all the time. Like my wife who she would look at me, if she watched this with me, she would look at me afterwards and go, that was stupid. That's classic. <laughs> Mindy Carter. Um, but, uh, but I, I, I enjoy movies where it's, there, there is a, a, it's all a mystery. You're like, is it, is it an actual thing? Can he do this? And there's a lot of tension, um, but you get to see him get this relationship, uh, uh, develop this relationship with that uh, the news reporter that's following him, Aubrey Plaza's character. And it's, I, I, I did like it. I think I've watched it a couple times. Um, so, but yes, I have seen it. And as for it being on the list, I, I don't have a veto, so I can't really complain about it. <laughs> I, I threw this into my honorable mentions because I, I knew Seth would have it on his list. I knew he'd have this one covered. But yeah, I the perfect role for Audrey Plaza. Aubrey, what did I say? Aubrey Aubrey, Aubrey. Aubrey Plaza. Because it starts out very cynical. She's rolling her eyes. This guy's a weirdo. What a creep. This guy sucks. This is dumb. Let's just make fun of him. But the closer she gets to him, you, you have to crack that shell. And, you know, she learns it, you know, becomes you know, interested in him and then kind of defensive of him and really becomes, comes to care for him. So it's, 
yeah, it's 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 emotional and it's 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 thought provoking. It's just an excellent movie. Yeah, that's you're really right right about like her dynamic in it, how she changes over time, and you just like feel her, you know, becoming very protective of him, and what you know, as it seems like he's full of it, she doesn't want to let that go. She 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 believes more as everyone else believes less, you know, and (laughs) but doesn't let her coworkers know. Right. She has to act like, yeah, this is just a stupid story we're doing. Like, you know, she 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 has to keep up that veneer, you know, uh, with the other writers. And there's sentimental moments with, you know, he sings a song at one part part and, and like, yeah, some people just thought, "Oh, this is stupid." And I'm just like, "No, this this song sucks, but I love it." <laughs> I just love how sentimental it is, how he plays that character and how sad he is, you know. It's just I don't know. Have you ever seen it, Cliff? No. I have not seen yeah. this at all. I don't know if it's your jam, but uh, if it's definitely—I mean, it's in my top thirty movies of all time. You know, so hmm. I love it. So that is my number nine for our list: safety not guaranteed. Check it out. At number eight, Jesse gets to make his second to last pick here. All right. Right now it's, it's boiling down to it here. It's one of these things where you're just like, okay, I need to get what I want on this list. Yep. Yep. Pretty much. And so I've got it down to two films, one of which I am fairly certain is going, I mean, I've got eight, eight, there's eight more picks after this. I'm fairly certain that, you know, these other films are going to show up there that I really, really want. These, yeah. these are happening. So this one, I don't know if it is happening. So I'm getting it on there. Uh, give me just a moment here. I believe this film came out in 1989. Please and... be in my. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's find out. 1989. Uh Oh, I know what it is. Mm-hmm. After visiting 2015. I'll read it right off the IMDb. I don't care. Here we go. After visiting 2015, Marty McFly must repeat his visit to 1955 to prevent disastrous changes to 1985 without interfering with his first trip, which that was an amazing piece to see happen on film when I watched this movie, watching him go back, back to the future too, ladies and gentlemen, by the way, it, he goes back in time and is actually interacting, you know, in the events of the first movie. Uh, this, this could have been a personal number one for me. We'll just put it that way. I said, I said something to Nick about that. I was like, I, all I know is I think Jesse's, one of Jesse's favorite movies is Back to the Future 2. <laughs> 2. Yep, part 2, the sequel. Hmm. I saw uh, this in a uh I saw this at Town Square theaters because mm-hmm. we didn't have a theater down here yet for another year and uh I saw that with a buddy of mine and we looked at each other when it was over and said we were going to be right back here in 6 months together. It's a date. Because right. it said it said this was like in October and I think in April they were going to have Back to the Future 3. Yeah, and, that's right. And it was such a great cliffhanger. 
Uh, it was a, a, a cre- It was all you wanted from a sequel, to you know, yeah. to the original. It's like this is. It was so well done. Uh, you're yeah. right. I mean, it was incredible. You're going. You know, you you go into the future. Uh, you, the iconic time machine has got modifications to where all of a sudden it can fly now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's wheels the, turn. Uh, oh yes, yeah, sir. It does. It's wheels turn and it does hover. Um, but yeah, it's, it ends on a <laughs> it ends on a great cliffhanger, uh, which yeah. is you know there's so many concepts that happen in Back to the Future too. Uh, you know the the ending where Marty it watches Doc get vaporized, and yeah. he's trying to figure out what's happened. He got struck by lightning. Oh my gosh, what's going on? And in, almost like within seconds, this. The guy, guy pulls comes. up. Yeah. Yep. The, the 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 KG or the uh the KG KGB the no, uh, FBI sorry. agent looking dude who's just yeah. like no I got a letter it's from Western Union. Yeah. But uh, anyway, you know he knew Doc knew when he was going to disappear. He writes this letter. It's been sitting there for eighty some years or whatever or seventy Amazing. years, and uh, he gets the letter. He reads it. I mean that those concepts spoke to me so much that you know this is Back to the Future too is reason why i think that i really 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 enjoy using or watching people use try to use time travel in their movies in their comic books in their books themselves um so yeah i mean i i can't speak more high praise than than what i already have on back to the future 2 back to the future 2 and 3 at one point they were supposed to be one movie mm. uh they uh, that's obviously you could probably tell as quick as the turnaround was that the plan was to do that as one film, but obviously with it being so long, they had to make it two. Uh, I've, I've learned so much about this franchise uh, listening to a podcast. There's a podcast. I, I think I've told you guys about this before, but there's a, uh, there's a concept out there where you can listen to people talk about films one minute at a time. Yeah, so it's yeah, called yeah. Back to the Future Minute, and mm. they just watch one minute of the film, and then they have a 20-minute podcast about <laughs> that one single minute of the film. These guys did all three films, um, and you learn so much. Uh, it just, as they, you know, as they extrapolate on this one minute and find things to talk about, you learned a lot about that. But uh, anyway, I'll stop talking about it. Back to the Future 2 is going in there. Nobody ever <laughs> needs to think about vetoing this mm. could, could have been a, that complete, a threat <laughs> could have been a complete total dud going back and messing with something as perfect as back to the future and say like oh we're gonna play scenes in that movie we're gonna like you know he's in the background of this scene in this movie like it could have been a complete mess it could have ruined the franchise and made you think less of the original but it didn't. It expanded on it and was every bit as good as the first one. So, hey. Yeah, I was a senior in high school when this came out. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, so I was just like... Were you working at Pizza Hut at this time? Like, they were doing a crossover with Pizza Hut, right? weren't they? <laughs> no, I was I was not. I was done with Pizza Hut by then. All right. Put, it okay. in the, put them in the hydrator. And... Yeah. Yeah, I... I remember the glasses were a big thing. Like the, yeah. the actual glasses were a thing that they were doing. Um, After a day of battling on the front lines, 
the last thing you need is kitchen duty. So tonight on your way home, stop off at Pizza Hut and pick up a hot, delicious Pizza Hut pizza to go. And at the same time, go back to the future for a great stocking stuffer. Now bring the future back as a Christmas present. Buy a Pizza Hut pizza and get a pair of solar shades for only $1.99. But hurry, they're going like there's no tomorrow. Yeah, what a that's good stuff. Good stuff. Okay, anybody, Cliff, do you like Back to the Future too? I do like Back to the Future too. I remember going to the theater and and watching it, knowing that three was going to be on its way. Also, um, yeah. so yeah, I I was definitely not disappointed. I've always liked the I like any of those movies. All right, so well, time to wake up, Cliff. Getting back on the board here. He's got. Uh, Two picks here in the top ten, seven oh, and two. So at seven, buckle up! Oh my god! <laughs> no, um, this is interesting, right? Because most of uh, the stuff I had, um, and just hope it lands somewhere, is already on the list. So yeah. got a couple things here, and um, I was kind of having a debate as uh, you guys were going through the last few picks. Like, what do I really want to do here? I don't know. Um, I've got one big one left on my list that I feel like, you know, I really felt like it was top five for me I feel, I think I know on, what it on is. this one. Um, but I get two picks. Yeah. So I, like I said, I'm glad you Googled. <laughs> Everything is in your favor here. And I, it, it, I'm going to yeah. roll the dice here, guys. Seth gave me oh, some wait, dice What is this? Oh, I don't like oh, this. No. Oh. <laughs> I don't like this already. It's not how I want my top ten decided. Yeah. <laughs> All the whims of fate. This is fun. Um, here, let's see if I can maybe even pull it up here. Got a little info. What are you looking like the top twenty, whatever? And you're gonna roll yeah. the dice and see whatever. No, it is. oh no, no, no. Uh, Pleasantville, 1998. <laughs> He's silent. Uh, Toby McGuire. This is a uh, film where uh, him and Reese Witherspoon play brother and sisters in uh, modern day times, and they find themselves back in the 1950s on a television show um, in black and white. A novel concept, and uh, it's just a movie uh, that my wife and I went and saw uh, way back in the day. And uh, before we were married and just out of high school and uh, really liked it um, to the point where we'll stop and, and kind of, uh, uh, if it's on television, watch a little bit, um, if not the whole thing. So it's um, it's an interesting film all about, you know, his, his dream, this nerdy kind of high school kid um, and his dream scenario loves this. 50s television show and ends up back in it back in time and uh and it's all the classic um american 1950s family tropes you know silliness um that doesn't ever go beyond the television show so um it's him discovering this he he ends up uh he's playing bud in real life and Reese Witherspoon uh, ends up back there too, and uh, she gets a chance to, uh, you know, sh- to um, portray a different life. And uh, the way they affect the town, um, and, and bringing color and uh, 
uh, emotion and love and hate uh, all into this. Um, I just almost really enjoyed it. It's it's not necessarily a big time family show, but it's uh, you know it's got some adult themes in there. But uh, yeah, it's really good. Cool. I think I've watched. I think I've watched. I think I've watched this once. Um, hmm. I, I I I mean I. Not that I hated it or anything. I, yeah. I remember. I remember it like being about clearly the 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 time travel aspect is these two people going into the fifties and bringing their uh, oh you know their modern I guess view outlook yeah. and it, yeah. yeah and it modern starts views, to affect yeah. things around them and all of a sudden we saw the trailer there where you know she's pointing out that things are starting to become color which there's a lot of metaphor in this uh, right. in that show if I remember correctly. Um, so yeah, I mean, I can't say anything about it. I can tell you that it's Pleasantville and, uh, <laughs> it is Pleasantville. Forget it. Forget it, Jake. It's Pleasantville. <laughs> no, I gotta say what well, I said. I looked at several lists trying to rack my brain on this stuff. And this was one I saw and thought, Oh, Pleasantville and hadn't thought about it in a long time. This was the one movie I thought oh, I should rewatch that. Like, I remember having good feelings about it, and like so, you know, looking at this list made me think I sh- I needed to rewatch it. So, I am perfectly fine with it being on the list. Yeah, I, I remember liking this movie. Um, I I I'm in the same boat. I think I should rewatch it someday, and and I have no faith in Cliff being able to replace this with something better. But I'm still gonna fucking veto it because wow. I have to at least take a chance that he rolls the dice on something better than this in oh the top my. ten time travel fucking movies of all time. Um, wow. So that's my one veto has to be used to clean up this mess, and so we're gonna see what can happen on this roll. I actually before I was criticizing the roll the dice, by all means, roll the dice. <laughs> well, the great thing about doing it this way is we get to talk about those movies, even if they get vetoed. Oh, absolutely. That's right. And then That's we right. get to pick another one. Oh, good. Do it again. Try it again. So, okay. So I feel confident what your number yeah. two pick is. Uh, I, I love it at two. I don't have any problem with that. I I just, this one, I got to take a shot at getting something better in here. Mm, so okay. by all means, whatever you got, whatever yeah. you like. Yeah, Pleasantville. I, I really do stand behind it. It's a really good movie. Um, I when I, I say do not fight you on that. Yeah, when I say roll the dice, I was a little. I'm like, oh, we haven't defined the rules a whole lot. You know, you guys. Oh, clearly, field, field it's of a dreams. fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> there are no rules until you get it wrong. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You get, you get yeah. Exactly. Oh, by all means. You can do whatever you want. I can't fight you. There's nothing I can do on this. No, no. So this one, I, I've, I've got an even better chance of uh, nailing something at number seven here. So let's go ahead and take a look at this little film called Star Trek for the Voyage Star Trek Home. Four. Mm. Uh, this wow. is, um, yeah, this is... The rules apply, you know, you always heard about Star Trek movies. The uh the one the even numbers are always really good. I uh, and for a long time I, I haven't watched all the Star Trek movies, but for a long time in the eighties and the nineties, that was uh that was a good rule to stick by. Um after the search for Spock, really like 
Wrath of Khan, but after the search for Spock, I was a little bit let down, and it wasn't my favorite movie. Um, but then this little thing came out on to uh, our theater, and uh, it was more of a comedic take. Um, after such a two, really three previous very serious films. And um, it took it a different approach. You know, having Spock make more jokes. Um, they, tr- they uh, he, he's, you know, back from the dead. And then they end up taking a trip around the sun. End up in, in like 1986 uh, San Francisco or whatever it was before the Federation, before... Anything Star Trek related has ever happened, and uh, because they got to uh, they got to find some some whales, and uh, and save right. the planet um, because there's this big weird black alien ship that's uh, trying to find whales, and uh, the only place to get them is in the past. So uh, we get uh, where else are you gonna get whales? Exactly. <laughs> so we got to they got to build the containment. Um, the aquarium in the, in the Klingon stolen Klingon ship, because they're still on the lamp and, uh, and, and they got to find the nuclear vessels, um, to, <laughs> to get the power to do it. And it's just absolutely wonderful. Um, yeah. directed by Leonard Nimoy, uh, released November 26, 1986, got the whole crew back. Captain Kirk, William Shatner. We talked about Spock. Um, Ahura, uh, Mr. Scott, and uh, his uh, computer. Hello, computer. So many <laughs> that, great lines. That's literally, I don't remember much about this movie, but I remember as a kid thinking that was hilarious. Absolutely and hilarious. And picking up the thing, and, and I still will do that. Like, if my computer freeze up by a computer. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, I love this movie. And double hey, dumb, is... double dumbass on anybody that doesn't like Star Trek Four. Double right. dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard that one. Man, yeah. I I definitely feel like I played my freaking veto in the right spot. Far approve of this movie above Pleasantville in this spot. So by all means, you want to trek it up with some tra- time travel here in the top half of the top ten. By all means, do it. Yeah, I I have no argument here either. I mean, for sure, it's it's a fun film. I, I love the Star Trek franchise. It's probably when I look at Star Trek films, this is probably number uh, two yeah. for me, maybe number three. But it's it's really good. I mean, I have I had a good. I should say I had a good time watching it. The, the humor is the one thing that you're not used to with Star Trek, right. and they do a fine job of putting these this whole fish out of water thing like they're completely out of their element they don't know what's going on but they're trying their best to fit in to where spock becomes a hippie and he looks like a hippie the most logical guy on the crew puts a headband on he's walking around <laughs> and you know uh it's it's a fun it, it's a fun trek for a star trek film so i think i don't think i went in, uh, to the theaters and watched this one instead i went to see five in the theaters oh, i think my. that was my first wow. trek in the theaters yeah. you're right that wow. was not a good one to go see. I would have loved to have seen this one. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm perfect. Like I like Star Trek four at number seven. Yeah, it's good. Good, good, good. Fine. Glad to, glad to change that up there. So good job. So let's see. Jordan. Jordan, you're, 
You have the number six pick. I doubt Star Trek was one of those ten Seth needed. No, but... And I'm not sure if this one is either. Uh-oh. But it's one of my favorites. I've watched this movie multiple, multiple, multiple times. I love it. From 1995 and director Terry Gilliam, 12 Monkeys. Mm. This is Bruce Willis. Uh, that string of hits he had, you know, from Pulp Fiction to, uh, to Sixth Sense to, you know, this was just a string of amazing movies he made the, the in the 90s. And I love it. It is it's probably the hardest sci-fi quote unquote on my list. It's about a a plague that has destroyed humanity and humans the ones that are left have to live underground and these scientists have devised a way to send people back. So Bruce Willis is a maybe not so uh, willing volunteer to go back in time and try to figure out what happened that started this plague and maybe we can avoid it. And they know it has something to do with this army of the 12 monkeys. And I don't know if you haven't seen it. I don't want to spoil anything about it, but uh, he meets Madeline Stowe in the past. Uh, Brad Pitt in one of my favorite roles of his as a mental patient. And it's, it's weird. It's Terry Gilliam from uh, Monty Python and Brazil and all these very iconoclastic movies. So the visuals are crazy. The, the, the camera work is a little bit off kilter. But it just I think Bruce Willis's stoic kind of everyman performance really grounds it. Um, because he has they, you know, he's cold. He, he's, he's mentally tough. He, he can survive this. So he he goes back and he realizes he's probably just everyone's telling him he's crazy. He's not he can't be from the future. So he he starts to believe it himself. Maybe he is crazy or is he not? And has a wonderful a little bit of a bleak ending, but also kind of beautiful. And again, I won't spoil it, but it, it's that kind of science fiction where you know the, the past and the future are written and you can't change it. That, that's kind of the rules of this one. So you, you realize uh, when he completes his loop, basically, uh, it's, it's, it's a really beautiful moment. So I don't know. I, I don't know where everybody else is on this one, but I've I, I know I had this one on VHS and, and and watched it many 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 times. Incredible performance by Brad Pitt in a small role. Uh, loved him playing the crazy guy. Uh, this movie was way up on my time travel list for a long time, and then you know just more movies have come out since then. It's just this is uh, this felt. I rewatched this in 2020 when we started getting plagued ourselves. I was like, hey, I know just the movie to fit in, right? Get me in the mood here. Uh, yeah, it's great. I, I, you know, if you like time travel movies, you have to watch this movie. This is, this is a, it is as 90s as it gets. The costuming is so cool and gritty and dark. And yeah, oh, yeah, there's a good shot of just how uh, 90s it is. Um, I, yeah, I love this movie. Personally, uh, it's not that high up on my list. Uh, I think I've watched it like a handful of times, but not. Uh, I think uh, you you talk about the director and how weird 
the film is and i think that's probably why i don't gravitate towards it um i mean i dig some weird films every once in a while but this is this feels so bleak to me (laughs) it just feels out you know it's one of those things where it's like there's the whole point obviously of the film is he's got he's got to try and change the future try and change the future but it I guess it does do a good job of keep you to keep you wondering, like, is he crazy? And then you see these things. Is he imagining these things? I don't know. But, um, you know, I, I it's decent. I mean, I say anybody who wants to watch a time travel film that they haven't seen, definitely check out 12 Monkeys. It's, uh, uh, you know, it's everybody swears by it. I may not, but everybody else does. Jesse, I'm with you. Okay. I don't like this. Movie. It's way too bleak for Cliff. Cliff yeah. would never never have this ever yeah. in a million years uh, 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 i have seen it um once yeah i'm that's i would never expect this from and me. normally jordan and i are pretty on the same level on the same wave, wavelength i yeah i get this feeling that something's gonna happen. i know i do <laughs> That's at six, you know. Yeah, maybe so, you think Jordan can do better. I do. I get I f- weirder. I can get weirder at six. I, That's fine. I, I, I'm not against. Nuts? I'm not against weird. <laughs> Want to get nuts? <laughs> so I'll go ahead and veto this. Um, oh, you're killing me. I like that too. I like. That. Wow. I, I All right. I'm, I saw this, is, this is not in my top ten. So I like to hear Vito. <laughs> I think Jordan can do better. I saw it on a bunch of lists, very very high, but it's just. I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 a good time travel movie, but again, I, there's always a, I like another roll of dice here of Jordan possibly getting in my top ten. I guess time cop it is. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, well, if that's off the list, I guess I got to go with another weird. Uh, Oh, it's not from the nine. It's from two thousand one. I'm gonna. I gotta go with Donnie Darko. Ooh, all right. Mm. Now it's funny because I have a soft spot for Donnie Darko, and it's. I guess when you compare Twelve Monkeys to Donnie Darko, <laughs> there's a little. There's a few parallels there. There's yeah. bleakness all over Donnie yes. Darko. That's for dang sure. So I'm not entirely sure I can explain the plot. <laughs> Uh, directed by Richard Kelly, starring Jake Gyllenhaal as a young kid named Donnie Darko who starts seeing things and starts uh, his mind. He can't trust his mind anymore. So uh, it unfolds. Yeah, he talks to a giant rabbit named Frank, I think. So yeah, I, I I'm not even I'm not gonna dig a hole trying to explain Donnie Darko. <laughs> I was really but, intently yeah. listening, hoping <laughs> you but would. But it involves a thing that happens that, uh, and uh, the, I, I always enjoy that idea. He starts seeing threads appear of people's right. paths. And I always love that concept of like, you know, we do have threads that we follow and the ways we cross paths with each other and interact. And can we change those or, or tweak those? Can we go backwards and forwards on them? But a terrific cast had a sister, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Jenna Malone, uh, as very young actors. Uh, Mary McDonnell was wonderful as the mom, Drew Barrymore, and Patrick Swayze in a role. The goat. Yeah, you might not expect from him, but it, this is th- that 
the Patrick Swayze in this movie is terrific. So it's weird. It's metaphysical. You could argue all day what it means if it is deep and and uh, and, uh, and and profound, or if it's just goofy sci-fi. I'm not sure. It, it's all those things, and I love it. But do not doubt my commitment to Sparkle Motion. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen this, uh, but I remember liking it, and yeah, it, uh, I need to watch it again. It's definitely got some high concept uh, time travel elements to it because I think it, it, the whole start of it is because of a paradox, if I remember correctly. Like he was supposed to die, but he didn't. Right. And the actions that he takes results in him dying. And there's a big, you know, it's just it's 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 upper concept stuff. Uh, there's a lot of mental health, just I mean, at least vibes throughout the whole thing. Um, you know, I think he's on some meds and he just he definitely looks like he's on some meds throughout the whole film. Like you don't know if what he's seeing is being caused by the meds or what. Um, and he's, he's having these visions uh, and he doesn't know what every, what is going on. And you're kind of along with him on the journey. You know, you're, you're trying to figure it out as he's trying to figure it out. And the answers don't come too easily, but you watch all these events kind of unfold around him. Um, and I, <sighs> I like it. I like the film. It wasn't high up on my list, but it's definitely in one of my honorable mentions because of uh, how much I enjoyed it. Uh, it's just weird enough, I guess, that it's not bleak enough. I don't, man, I can't even, like, I'm trying to justify why I would pick this over 12 Monkeys, and I don't know if I can make an argument, <laughs> but I like this one better. Maybe, I, I don't know why. So that's Cause it's gonna have to be good enough. Yeah, I, 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 I like this up here. That's that's good. Did, what? did it have a sequel many years later? I don't believe I ever saw the sequel. I did not know. It's about a sister, I think. Yeah, uh, called, I, the I, sequel's I called it. S S Darko. Yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> All right. So at number six, we had Donnie Darko from Jordan. So that leaves us five picks left. I have two of them. I have the next two picks, and then these three will round out the top. Oh, I, as far as my what ten movies I wanted in here, let's see where I'm set. <laughs> uh, there's two of them, and I'm not putting any pressure on you guys because I know you're going to do what you're going to do. I feel like two of them have got to be in those top three picks that you guys come up with. I, be, I think between the three of you, you can get two of my top five movies in there. Uh, had the other one was Terminator Two. And I'm gonna pop the other two in here, so I feel I'm feeling pretty good about this list coming together at the end. Um, there are gonna be three movies, you know, two or three movies that just don't make it at all. But that's that comes with the territory. You're just gonna have to, yeah, you're just gonna have to deal with it. Yeah, there's a chance one of them slips in there. I don't know what that other pick is gonna be there in the top three, but. I can put these two movies on here, and I'm I'm the one that should be putting them on here. So, at number five, my favorite Christopher Nolan movie, Interstellar. A little late, Coop. Yeah, we had a flat. It's an Indian surveillance drone. Solar cells powering entire farm. What'd you do, Murph? Uh, she didn't do nothing. Murphy's law. You're a well-educated man, Coop. And a trained pilot and an engineer. The world doesn't need any more engineers. We didn't run out of planes and television sets. 
we ran out of food. Dad, why did you name me after something that's bad? Oh, we didn't. Murphy's Law. Murphy's Law doesn't mean that something bad will happen. It means that whatever can happen will happen. We must confront the reality that nothing in our service system can help us. Now you need to tell me what your plan is to save the world. We're not meant to save the world. We're meant to leave it. And this is the mission we were trained for. I've got kids, Professor. Get out there and save them. Rewatched it the other day just to reinvigorate my love for it because I wanted to, you know, be able to say what I liked about it. But I just, I remember seeing this in the theater in 2014. Uh, just an incredible score. Uh, there was a lot of controversy about how, like, it was kind of even distorted, you know, which he was kind of what he was shooting for. But it, it is the story is you know, Earth is dying, and this movie is the number one theme is survival. Uh, they you know they need Matthew McConaughey's character Cooper to go into the into space and go with the go out and find these scientists that have been sent out to search for other possible planets for us to survive on. And uh, it's got, it's one of Jessica Chastain's earlier roles. Uh, she plays his daughter as she grows up without him. Um, there, This is what I would call the time dilation movie that Jesse introduced the name of that concept to me, uh, where uh, what they do in space uh, happens at a different rate than what happens on planets. So... Um, it's very, it's very crazy. And, you know, a lot of people don't like where it eventually goes, how conceptual it is with the idea of time travel. And, uh, when you're looking at the, uh, different laws of science and how you, you can include love and gravity into that along with time and how everything goes together, how you can communicate who is actually controlling this? Who, what beings are out there? You know, sending messages and and, and uh, communicating with the people in the past. Um, it's just I love, love, love this movie. And there's some great, very emotional moments. Uh, his, you know, his kids are growing up without him. Um, I believe uh, this is a thing. Probably the first time I ever saw. Uh, Timothy Chalamet plays his son at the beginning of the movie and then is replaced by uh, Casey Affleck as he grows up, which is a good casting mm, <laughs> as mm. young and old. Um, it's a, uh, I just, it's, it's a very crazy concept. Um, and I love it. It is exactly my type of time travel movie. And so I love, I love, you know, sci-fi movies too, on top of that. So I love all the stuff with the, 
uh, robots they have, TARS and CASE, and, you know, just the way they, you know, move around and communicate and the different settings these robots have. I love their spacesuits. All the ships are cool. All Everything. Uh, Anne Hathaway's great in it. Well, the reasons that they pick to do, you know, to the choices they have to make that involve how this time dilation, like we can only do so many things, you know, and then one of the craziest cameos ever made an hour and a half into the movie, a A-list star shows up, you know, if you've never seen it, I'm not even going to spoil it. It's just like, it's, it's just like, you're not expecting the star to show up and has a, you know, a lot to add to the movie. So if you have never seen Interstellar, check it out. Unless it's just not for you. But uh, I love it. Has anybody else seen it or hate it? Or yeah, what? I'm just in the boat. Christopher Nolan, I either really like the movie or it does nothing for me. And this one, I saw it once and it didn't really click with me. I like everybody in it. The idea is clever. I thought I would really like it. It just didn't didn't quite do it for me. So I, I don't know if I need to give it a second go or it just wasn't for me. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. It's got a little cheese to it because it's very based on the... It's hard to swallow because it, it reaches into those concepts of just love and, you know, it, it reaches for the believability of, of it, but... It, the story is so sentimental that I, I, it sews it together for me. Yeah. Another, like you said, there's, there's the time dilation concept is it's a tough one to get over on uh, general audiences, I guess I would say. Um, but I think in this film, they do a fine job of, at least trying to represent what happens and how they have to deal with it, which is great. Um, I think I've watched this a, a few times. It's a long movie, isn't it? And then yeah, like, it's, it's two forty nine or something like that. Yeah, dude, it's 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 definitely a long film. Um, I Matthew, aged Jessica Chastain by the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew, Matthew McConaughey is yeah. great in it. Mm-hmm. I, I I enjoyed it when I watched it. Um, I don't have a whole lot to say about it because it's like it is it is a very it's a serious it's a pretty serious film yeah. uh, um so uh, but there is a lot of emotion uh and in, involved in it and i mean i dug it um yeah this is gonna be where at number four you said five number five number five, number five. And I, I i i like the time dilation to explain that like one planet they go to if they leave their main ship in orbit and go down to that planet Every hour they spend on that planet trying to investigate what they need to investigate results in seven years everywhere else. So when they come back to that ship, uh, the guy they left on board has aged a certain number of years depending on how long they were down there. And it's a pretty neat moment. I I would say that, yeah, I mean... as far as a big time director taking a concept like that and putting it to film, there's been other films that have done stuff like that, but yeah. you know, Christopher Nolan doing this with interstellar is great. And um, it's beautiful. The movie is right. beautiful. Like yeah. these planets are just spectacular, breathtaking. That's usually what you can count on with Christopher Nolan is these yeah. beautiful settings. I'm trying to think of, um, 
Was he the one that did Tenet as well? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was just too crazy for me. Okay. That yeah. Was just I, like, that was just a step too far for me. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I'm sure someday I'll watch it again, maybe and get more out, but I, I was lost half that movie. But that, that goes to show you that Nolan is a visually uh, impressive director. You know, right. he takes something like that and tries to put it on film to, and have people understand that concept. It's, it's an undertaking. Uh, but yeah, I'll give Interstellar the nod for actually doing a decent job with it. Yeah, I, I've never seen this movie. In fact, uh, apparently, I, I was uh, honestly when I saw the title, I was thinking of a Will Smith movie or something where he goes to space <laughs> with the sun or something. I don't know. I got to so, welcome to Earth. I don't know. So after Earth, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. So I've not seen this movie. Yeah, well, maybe someday. Hmm. You've got a veto. That's number, it's number five on the list. Somebody's, somebody have a veto? Well, Jordan, Jordan has Jordan, two. Only, Jordan's got two. You're the only he's one He's got with two. I must protect number one. <laughs> yeah, he's, the only, <laughs> he's the only one with any vetoes, and he yeah. has two. The only thing left other than those two vetoes is Jesse has a veto override. That's if, you right. have, mm-hmm. if you misuse your veto, he's going to step in. And then you <laughs> yeah. can still veto it. <laughs> Cliff, Cliff hasn't used his veto. Yeah. Yeah, he vetoed you. Yeah. He? Yeah. Your 12, Veto, monkeys. twelve monkeys. Jesse vetoed. Yeah. No, no, I did. No, I did veto you back in. Jesse what, what vetoed Field of Dreams. Oh, that's right, Field of Dreams. Oh, yeah. All right, now that yeah. confusion is Everybody over. Everybody vetoed. <laughs> I have the, my final pick. At so I owe everybody a veto. Everybody yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's your big chance at number four. My final pick. 2012 director Ryan Johnson Looper almost I almost mentioned this when we were talking 12 monkeys came real close to it uh yeah I love this movie it's uh yeah like I said Ryan Johnson it's got Bruce Willis Joseph Gordon Levitt as young Bruce Willis you know, and they, and they, it's just a futuristic action thriller. Uh, time travel will be invented, but it will be illegal and only available in the black market. And the mob got, wants to get rid of someone. They send their target 30 years into the past where a looper, a hired gun, mops up. <clears throat> it's good until the mob decides to close the loop, sending Joe's future self back for assassination. Got Emily Blunt does a great job in this. And uh, there was a kid in this movie. Is Kid Blue, maybe? Is that? No, that's that. That's a. I don't know the kid's name in it. But there, the kid in it is really good. Like, plays uh, Emily Blunt's son, who has like a little bit of power and stuff. And he does, he does a great job in this. But. I just I just love this movie. It's a classic time travel movie to me. Uh, the the meeting in the diner is great and all that the whole thing. The ending, uh, the biggest thing to me, something like this is you have to pull it off at the end. And this has an incredible ending, a great payoff. What are you going to do in this situation? How are you going to solve this problem? And you have to make a very tough decision, and they do it in the heat of the moment, and it's. Just a great ending. Paul Dano's in it. Um, yeah, I, I, I've I've seen this one. I just I just love it. I love it. 
I thought they did a good job with making Joseph Gordon-Levitt look like. Yeah, I, I uh, definitely Bruce appreciate Will. the commitment he had because Bruce Willis can just sleepwalk through a role at this point. Right. <laughs> he can just roll out of bed and be Bruce Willis, but like Joseph Gordon-Levitt had to go through prosthetics. He, he changes his voice. I'm sure he took, you know, he had to study how he moved and talked. So yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt had a whole level of difficulty that I think he pulls off. Yeah, I think I've watched this twice. Um, not did not make my list. I'll, I'll just put it that way. Uh, it is it is a good film. I love when you know the the future self comes back and interacts with the past self. That as a concept in time travel is is fun. It's fun to watch, and it's it's neat to watch how some uh, creators or the people who are writing it handle that. You know because. In some certain films, if you interact with the other person, something terrible could happen or they could be pals and hang out and, and do so, you know, hang out together. Um, it's that's kind of what this centers around is him dealing with some his past self and them trying to uh, basically come to terms with each other. Um, it's been a while since I had seen it, but I remember mm. when I did watch it, I liked it. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I wonder, like for myself, like if when we look at the stats, Jordan, keep track of the stats. Yeah, we got the pie charts and all that. But I'm curious as to what, like, where most of my uh, what decades mine fall in. I, I could probably look at that list and tell you easily. But as we get, you know, further into like the 2000s, 2010s, 2020s, whatever, uh, it's like the co- uh, time travel itself they can use that in the films, but for some reason I don't appreciate it as much. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't I, I know make what it... you mean. It's like, okay. I don't know if it's nostalgia or what, but it's like, nostalgia. I, yeah, I remember, <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching this, this particular movie and I liked it. I remember thinking, Oh, that's kind of weird, but I, I never had any desire to go back and watch it again. Uh, I don't know how much, moonlighting he watched to play that role but of early Bruce Willis but <laughs> but I mean I, I just remember oh that that was pretty good good what's on there you gonna do something <laughs> about it Jordan hey I'm leaning more toward them like it, it I remember thinking the concept was brilliant and really wanting to see it and really being excited about it and then watching it and be like okay yeah, that was fine so yeah, it just didn't. It wouldn't have been in my lists. Uh, it's this is very high up the list, but again, I, I wouldn't want to take someone's favorite movie and and throw it off the list like some cold callous person does. That would be tough. The favorite, <laughs> if it was the highest on your list, that would be tough. I was I was gonna go back there and look and see where it is in my top one hundred. It's really high up on there too. Yeah, I don't know. Are you a, are you a fan of the director? Like, are you a fan of Ryan Johnson at all? Uh, I freaking love Last Jedi. I love I love Ryan Johnson. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, um, uh, Knives Out, great film, great film. He's great. Yeah, I and I I'm a Last Jedi guy too. So, hmm. yep, he's a man. I can't find it on here. I thought it was pretty high on my list, but so no veto, Jordan. And, and it's pure time travel. Like it's, it deserves. I think that's why the these list. these two are yeah. these two are up there for me. Like it is. 
those two movies I just said are just freaking time travel to the max. Like it is, we're gonna. This is a time travel movie. Here are all the pieces. One is super sci-fi. One is super stylistic. You know, so just whether it works for you or not works for me. All right, so. Seth's job is done. He's just got to sit back and sit back enjoy and enjoy the rest. Fret, just fret. <laughs> See if it plays out the way he wants. So if I... the puppets have danced to his song. <laughs> watch my marionettes dance. <laughs> All right. Well then, so it's coming. It's my turn now, right? Number yes. three. Mm-hmm. Number three. Yeah, loop. Okay, let, let me just tell you here. Looper is at my. It's at my number sixteen of all time movies. All time. Yes. Wow. So you. That would be. Is that your top Brian Johnson film? Yeah. Well, I mean. All right. Yeah, he's okay. only got so many freaking movies. Well, right? I know. I didn't know if you had Last Jedi at like. Oh no. Fifteen or something. It was like one hundred or something around one hundred. All right. All right. Okay. Well, okay, so this is my last pick, my final pick. We're, we're coming into top three territory. How much right? do you trust Cliff and I? Exactly. That's where it comes down to. Exactly. <laughs> I have a modicum. So here's the thing. I know that I've got two people in front of me. One I have, one person I have a real, I don't know. I don't know. The other I, do, I, I, I think you can do what you want here, Jesse. I, I th- it's their ass. If they do it whatever we complain till we're dead what I, what what i'm going to do here this is a 1993 film uh, i think you're wasting your pick here bro i'm like, telling you you're wasting your pick cliff is going to pick that the thing is is that I, I i look at my own list and i know what else is on there and what i believe is going to be picked I only have two movies that I really want on this list. Right. Left. So pick something else. So, I think I go, so I go and pick one of my like sentimental favorites. You don't have anything else. You don't even like time travel movies. You don't have nothing else, bro. I've got plenty <laughs> of them sitting here, but it's like, you think for 2019, none of these guys for 2019, that looks good. Happen. I, said I don't go know for if it. this is going to happen. I, I don't ha- You got to lay your cards on the table. You, you, <laughs> I, this this is the way it's going to happen, okay? It's got to we got to. He's going to fucking pick Pleasantville too. <laughs> what else is he going to do? So okay, all right. Here's the thing: you so you're absolutely certain that if I go ahead and pick one of my one of my, my side lists here, the one I'm about to drop. Well, I don't I don't know. Maybe you're going to make a mess too. I don't Jesse, care. Oh, I've got I'm two, out of this. Do whatever Jesse, you want. Jesse, I've got two vetoes left. I got your back. Okay. We'll make this work. We'll make this All work. Right. All right. Here. You All put right. on the movie you that's on your heart. Okay. So this is... All right. 1993. <laughs> oh, damn. Don't encourage... You're the one doing 1993. I need you to do 1993. <laughs> now, do whatever you want. Uh, I'm out of this. I can still complain. <laughs> I've always got that. In order for it to be a time travel movie, does it have to be a theatrical release? Frequently asked questions wasn't a theatrical release. Okay, all right, all right. Does it have to be a certain length of time? No. I mean, over an hour. 
What are we going to do? Is this like the freaking commercial? I love this commercial (laughs) where the guy, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Number three. All right. Three picks left. This seems pretty easy to me. It's getting sketchy. Okay. All right. Here. Here you go. This is... Starting I'm to tell trusting. you, go back with your other with your first instance. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, here we go. Does it have to be a movie? Someone <laughs> is going to have to come back to the future and fix this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. Now I'm like, now I'm like, like let, let's let Cliff do something else. You, you go ahead and go with your first instance. Someone Shut is going to open a time traveler from a hundred years ago is going to open that door behind Cliff. Right. <laughs> snap his like neck. Stop it. Boom. Snap his neck. Put his shirt on. Oh, man. It's me. <laughs> uh, okay. Give me if I was lazy, I'd walk over there and walk into your back door. <laughs> uh, all right. Go for it. Here we go. Okay. I tell you what, if one of those two that I have on this list does not make that top two, I'm going to be so Just do upset. it then. Just pick one up. No, them. no, no. It's fine. It's fine. Here, here's how this is going to work. All right. After all that griping I did about 2000, 2010s, 2020s, 2014, Tom Cruise. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Somehow I got tomorrow. one in here. I slipped one in here. <laughs> Edge of Tomorrow. I watched this multiple times. It is a great action flick. What I am about to tell you sounds crazy. But you have to listen to me. Your very lives depend on it. This is not the end. This isn't the first time. Now, we've had this conversation. What day is it? Judgment Day. You just came in with the fresh recruits. This is not the invasion will fail, along with every soldier you are sending. We lose this is not everything. Come find me when you wake up. You do know what's happening to me. What happened to you happened to me. You hijacked that power. With what exactly? Winning the war. We can do this. Just come here every day and I'll train you. It's very much in the vein of uh, another movie that I I, I won't mention right now. But let's just say Tom Cruise, he has to relive the same day over and over, dies at the end of each day to try and figure out how to eliminate an alien threat. All right. so as far as time travel goes, it's not him physically going back in time. I, 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 it, it is his, I guess, his consciousness going back in time. He remembers what happens to him, and then he starts to realize that there is a way to stop this alien threat. Uh, it, it's a great, fast-paced, 
uh, a lot of awesome visual effects that happen in this thing. Uh, I watch it with my kids, you know, the trailer pops up or something like that. They're like, oh, let's watch it. You know, it's one of those films that it's exciting from the beginning to the end. Uh, And I, you know, I think it was worthy of being on the list at top in top three. I'm just going to say I like it being on the list. I'm not going to argue its spot, but I'm going to say Edge of Tomorrow belongs on there. Tom Cruise, Emily Blunt, Edge of Tomorrow. Live, die, repeat. I uh, Based on uh, All You Need Is Kill, the manga, uh, which I wish they would have just originally named it in the first place. I saw this in the theater. We were on vacation back then and freaking loved it. This is in my top 10 time travel movies, I just had to let it go at one point. I don't have enough of my own picks, but I'm so glad you got it in here. Got <laughs> Bill Paxton is great. And it, you know, just, it's, it's so good. It's so good. Uh, I've watched it a million times. Yeah. Yeah. To watch Love him, that be like, it. Be, you know, he grows from like uh, this know nothing. Uh, yeah. He's person. just, he's just <laughs> like a, a, you know, he's yeah, there no, as a punishment, not, not, I think. not much of a tryhard. He just kind of coasting through the military. Right, right. He's sitting there like no as a punishment, happened. and then he just continues. He starts to see what's going on with himself, and then he realizes, oh, you know, we could use this as a weapon. Uh, but he's got to get good, bro. He's got to get good, uh, and uh, that's pretty much a lot of what the movie is: is him trying to learn how to. Yeah basically fight these aliens off and it's it's an entertaining film so i'll tell you what the best thing about the the you picking this is there's no way in a million years either one of them would have picked it so (laughs) i'm so glad (laughs) you stepped up well here's my confession i have never seen this wow wow all right i'm not surprised but uh i watched what's the one is it oblivion or something like that with morgan freeman yeah Mm -hmm. i think i watched that movie thinking it was this one (laughs) <laughs> and that's different yeah and then got to the end they're like that wasn't the one everyone liked <laughs> i like I... oblivion but it's no it's not nowhere near this i attempted we attempted to watch this movie one time what does that mean i like, mean you, you we could not get like through it? it no oh but wow. i don't have any vetoes wow so can i ask like what the issue was they look at what he picked he doesn't like these types of movies. I don't, I don't, he doesn't. I don't it's not Amblin. It's not you know. It's just yeah. It's not a, his type of movie. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. All right then. There, there's like a group of movies that some of them are on this list that I could not tell you. There's any difference in them. Okay. Just in my head, like they all kind of, in my head, they probably didn't, but in my head, they all came out about the same time, kind of had all the same people in it. I don't know why, but yeah, this, and I'm not, admittedly, I'm not a Tom Cruise guy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, he's running. Look at him run. <laughs> running in a mech suit. Come on. <laughs> I mean, this is a, the amount of like, it's just like warfare uh most of the film is warfare uh, it's like a video it's like a video game and he keeps getting further and further in the level a lot of funny Uh, stuff that goes along with that it's a it's a time loop but again this is 
this is i feel like that's the kind of movie that this list was made for it oh is, my gosh yeah this is, i love i feel like vindicated like this <laughs> we did i got something a bonus on here something out of my top 10 got in the top 10 it's exciting so that takes yep. us down to that probably means that something else ain't gonna make the top 10 yeah well like i said you guys <laughs> i can complain forever so cliff has the number two pick I think he, I feel so solid about this because I think Cliff wants to get to pick this. This is, hmm. Talked about edging tomorrow. I'm edging my seat. Are you edging right now? <laughs> huh. Because I think you might be surprised. No, no. Go for it. Do whatever, no. man. It's your pick. So I had, I had, originally I had four. I added Field of Dreams. That was five on my list. I had one more that I had taken off my list, and then I kind of put it back. And you picked about two dozen. Yes. (laughs) But this one. You've had twice as many picks as anybody. Yes. Yes. Because we hated enough of them. That's right. So, um, yeah, number two. I'm stunned. I can't imagine what we all think you should pick. I can't imagine you not picking it. So, I. Unless this is a real curveball, I, yeah. I don't think, know what's coming. I, I really don't think this is a curveball. I did see this on just about every list. Um, it's a movie we've talked about before. It's a movie we've mentioned on this show, on this list, um, tonight. And that, that movie is Planet of the Apes. Um, Talk about it. Go ahead, tell us what's up. Charlton Heston, this this is probably the most shocking in in my watching a movie history. Uh, This is probably the most shocking thing that I was never spoiled the first time before I watched this. Uh, My dad, I talked about this before, my dad loved these movies. Um, Loved watching them as a kid. Um, He ran them when he worked at the movie theater, ran all of them seen them multiple times. I've seen them multiple times. Um, classic film, original idea, shocking ending. Um, yes, Charleston, Charlton Heston. Um, they did it. Those damn dirty apes. <laughs> so this will be another one of those time dilation movies where they're, they're out in space. Right. You, you, they, you don't, you when, almost don't realize it is a time travel movie till, until the end. Right, right, right. I was just watching uh, Angry Video Game Nerd today's Cinemasker's YouTube channel. Uh, He was sitting down talking to Joe Bob Briggs, and the (laughs) discussion they kind of leaned into at one point was about VHS covers that spoiled (laughs) the end of the movie. (laughs) And he was talking about how (laughs) on the VHS cover for Planet of the Apes sat the Statue of Liberty buried in the sand. Uh, they also talked about Night of the Living Dead apparently had the very end. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so it's on it's, my desk right now, I have a little Statue of Liberty. Yeah, Nice. Very nice. Um, but yeah, I think I watched this as a kid, you know, for, for myself. I remember uh, I was over at like a friend's house and I was probably eight or what in the world is what is <laughs> Oh, nice! You, you would have. I didn't see you play with your toys. <laughs> Went and did it. <laughs> Doctor Zayas, Doctor Zayas, Doctor Zayas. 
but yeah, I think I, I remember watching this over at a friend's house and uh, I was, I mean, as a kid watching movies like this, it was tough for me to watch anything past like the late seventies. Uh, but this one captivated me. I remember mm. watching it and going, okay, you know, I'm, I'm into this. What's going on? Well, how's this guy going to get away from these apes? And, <laughs> and then we see at the end, what, you know, the, the turn of events, what he realizes. Um, but yeah, and, it's a time, time dilation. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just gonna say that movie came out in like 1968 or 69 or something. Right. And uh, what a novel concept. And the, the civil, civilization the apes had developed and uh, into different sects and, you know, different types of apes. And it was, I don't know, I, I was a kid, but it was very, very interesting um, concepts. And it's always fun to me not to be, you know, we talk, we talk about this being spoiled today is just, you know, that's just part of your experience. And it, for me, this was just one of those things that, uh, I caught me at the right age, caught me at the right moment. I think I watched it on like a Saturday or Sunday afternoon, um, on, on TV the first time. I was just like, what in the world is this? What is happening? Knowing that it was an older film, especially as a kid, you know, uh, you're a lot of times your reaction is, oh, God, you know, my kids do that. Oh, God, it's, uh, you know, not uh, not something current. I'm I sh no way I'm going to be interested in that. Um, but know. yeah, with the astronauts and then. Yeah. So um, pretty cool, though. So I don't know, Jordan, I know you like no, I, these movies, so yeah. I, I don't know if you're willing to. I don't like this movie. I love this movie. It is in my top ten. My definitive top yeah. is absolutely. I have a folder on my favorite. phone with a hundred of his top ten yeah. movies. Eventually, <laughs> one day I will reveal my hundred top tens. But this one is in my no fooling, no fake out, no no kidding top ten. I love this movie. Yeah, so I that would make it, it I never, really hard to veto it. Yeah, I never. But for uh, the good of the list, should I? Mm, well, I, I never like. I. This is one of those movies like I can appreciate, but I was never at the right age. Like when I, when it, you know, when I, when it was on TV in the seventies, I was too young to like appreciate it. It was boring to me. And then by the time, you know, I just kind of missed the boat on it. I, I don't know why, but I yeah. mean, I've, I've seen it and it's fine. I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan of the apes movies, but I definitely see the, uh, I like the twist ending and things like that, but uh, save the second pick, save the world, Jordan. That's what I say. <laughs> I but I feel like there's another movie that we all love. Like this is a movie that half of us love. I feel like there's at least another movie that we all love. Am I crazy? <laughs> I, I think Cliff uh, is, he has a Cheshire cat. I mean, smile yeah. I don't know. I, I think I Cliff. I think do. Cliff knows that he can still. Stick it to you one more time, and you have another Vita. <laughs> yeah, I think I got to veto it. Sorry. Cliff. All right. Hmm. Wow. I've talked about a lot of movies tonight. You have, you have indeed. Mission accomplished. Now just yep. you were doing it. You were doing it. Oh my! Just freaking God. wear the tread off them tires and yeah, drive us on through here. 
I, uh, before I pick anything, I just, I think maybe this has been, I don't remember what, no, I think this is, <laughs> you know, we've all kind of, we've all used for the first time. We've all kind of used those videos. I think I, I'm trying yeah, to remember yeah, if found, like, we found, found a way to freaking, yeah, normally break we, them so, out. Yeah. We, not everybody uses them. We have a bunch of leftover stuff and tonight we didn't, we really talked it out and really went through a bunch of movies. Um, which is interesting. And I think that's kind of what we've kind of been experimenting with trying to get to that point. So here we are. So, yeah. So Jesse's got one. Not as fun as I was to be. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a lot more fun sometimes to be a player than a spectator at this point in the game. (laughs) And Jesse still got one, uh, override. Uh, Jordan's right. got. Uh, that, I don't see that getting used because that would. He'd have to agree with you and disagree with Jordan mm. vetoing it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, Jordan still got another veto. Yeah. And uh, which means I could, you know, really have some fun here. And, well, I'm saying. And, yeah. and pick, a, pick another movie and. Uh, oh, why not? Let's go with Avengers Endgame. Endgame. Oh, this is interesting. Now you freaking did it. That's gonna hurt. <laughs> That's gonna hurt. Okay, first off, say off the bat that this is another one of those movies that I wanted. This was in there. Like I, I was. This yeah. was in play. I was kind of expecting somebody to pick it. I kind of expected it to be on the list. Now, but now, when, with only two picks left, this was not <laughs> going to be on the list. Like this is an amazing pick at this point because you're gonna make Jordan have to fret here. Right. Like, exactly. And and we all love movie. this movie, right? I mean, we can all agree yeah. this is a amazing finale to This is this is this is freaking a top it might be right. I think it's like my top 14 movie of all right. time. So. Yeah, Dude, I mean, it has it has <sighs> there are so many <laughs> so many like things going for this film. Um, now is it as good as infinity war? I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't believe mm. so, but when you're throwing this onto a time travel list, um, there can be some arguments that could be had. I don't know about the whole time travel as- aspect of it though. Yeah. There's time other travel, time travel, is just kind of an element of it. It's not, right. this is not a time travel movie. It's a movie with some time travel. In, I, I feel right. like. And, I don't know. And we, there's a lot of that on this list, but it's way further back than number two. Yeah. But, yeah. It, but it's a pretty major plot point. I mean, with without the time travel, you have. Yeah, I agree. Have no I agree. Movie. I agree with what they're saying. I also agree with what you're saying, Clive. It's like they clearly they decided several movies before that this was where they were going right. to be able to use this time travel right. to fix all this. Yes. So, I mean, this is the most legitimate pick you've come up with. <laughs> One of the biggest film franchises as well. I mean, really, the Avengers film franchise is probably the top. At least so, right now. Yeah, Avatar. Watch out now. Um, but I mean, I love this movie. This, yeah. I, let's talk. Just they real have quick, to I discover mean, time travel first. Right. Yeah. Okay, right. so they discover the time travel. We have to test it out. There's some time travel there in order to make 
everything better, or at least attempt to, because we've screwed it up. Um, and and then thus the time travel becomes becomes the main, you know, that's yeah. the na- the main vessel, and then we get to you know revisit uh, some much like Back to the Future too. We get to revisit some very memorable moments. Yeah, and add to it. All right. all of this, I agree. All of this, I love this movie, and yet there's still two time travel movies that. It, should be above this. Yeah. I, I, so this, Cliff, okay. I thought I knew you. <laughs> I thought I knew you. How long have we been doing this show? I thought I knew you. I personally, tonight. I mean, I, I had this in the back of my head, but it wasn't, as far as my list goes, it wasn't going to I would have loved to see, I would have loved to see it up at nine or 10. So, uh, as a time travel movie, just cause I love the movie so much, but, right. But, uh, but, Ah, so this is really putting the heat on Jordan. Yeah, the man with the comic book store has to really think about (laughs) (laughs) me doing a comic Um, book movie. (laughs) I'm done. I can't. I can't. Let's not not forget, at number 10, right? At number 10, we all agreed Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure fit right about that. I would have rather had this there. And you're saying now... Yeah, I wish it, I wish be... we could push it off the list and put this at number ten. <laughs> Jordan, do you, do you don't have any more vetoes, or do you only? He have has one, one more. No, veto. I do, okay. but I, I, I Cliff, he can't trust Cliff. Cliff's a madman. He's got a he's holding a detonator <laughs> a in his hand. Man. We've got to go with what we feel. We just, mean, okay. it, at this point, we have to it's his demand. Possible, he's not going to pick what we wanted to pick. Yeah. And, I, I, now, okay. and he can do much worse than this. <laughs> the. <laughs> Uh, the fact that it's going to be left off the list is really, really heartbreaking if that's the case. But, I, I mean, if I had a choice, somebody said, hey, it's either that or Avengers Endgame. And as much as, I, as much as I'd want the other one, and the odds are against that one actually happening... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he just is not letting us. We don't know what he's going to do. Like, I know. Uh, he's, yeah, you just there's no pattern. At, you know, I don't know what other time travel be the last list we could that get Cliff in here. Has ever. <laughs> <laughs> the pattern is movies I like, uh, and that's. I just, uh, I just, I respect it. I just can't. I, I, I'm, I still, I'm speechless. I give up. Go ahead, do what, do what you will, peeps. I can't. Jordan? It's on you. I mean, we've tr- we've pulled teeth trying to get him to say two words, but he... I, <laughs> I'm just going to leave it, and we're going to get angry, angry tweets. <laughs> okay. As far as it being on the list, again, some of the moments that happen in this justifying uh, justify it being a great movie so yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i mean you, you it's got that going for it and if you're going to leave it there here well it's sometimes i'm fine and like back to the future too it goes back and touches on movies we love right, right. and and, and yeah. revisits moments and tweaks little things i think there's that's, a seri- that is a challenge there's a serious conversation that we're having right now about as silly as this is and our lists are um there, there is a serious conversation just going, arguing what we've already said tonight. 
in this movie and how in the same way how could we have left this off the list mm-hmm. like yeah. we had 20 picks how did we leave this one off and that's because you picked a bunch of bullshit no, I, I love the movies that i picked <laughs> well i mean yeah and but you guys you're also vetoed saying a whole bunch of them. you guys vetoed a whole bunch of those movies um and jordan still has a veto so i'm just saying that like if I veto this, it'll be a tenth pick for Cliff. It'll be Cliff's entire. He will have an entire top ten. Oh no! <laughs> He's had nine picks so far. This is all settled by the roll of die. Do you believe uh, that? That I if that it. doesn't if if that doesn't speak yeah. to like it. destiny, density. Uh, you are my density. <laughs> All right, so that does it. Groundhog Day is not on our list, everybody. Sorry. freaking believable. Yeah, but movies that are a lot like Groundhog Day, but not the original. I guess Edge of Tomorrow is the closest we're going to get to Groundhog Day on this. Uh, yeah, and like I'm, I'm Groundhog okay Day. With Was that, Groundhog Day on your radar, on your list anyway? Oh, yeah. I, t- I fully expected you to veto Avengers. So you would you can only play with fire so much you're gonna get burned. <laughs> yeah, he's the wild card, yeah. the madman. You can only wild card it he's so playing, long. He's playing you chicken can't... with all of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. All right, off, so man. no suspense whatsoever. No Groundhog Day whatsoever. No Bill Murray whatsoever. The number one time travel of all time. Flash enters the Speed Force. <laughs> Zack Snyder's Justice League, right? Everybody, oh, everybody, yes. we did uh, it. That we was the it. sound of me exasperatingly not trying to leave the podcast immediately. <laughs> no, I think this is the consensus number one. I would assume from all of us, classic, the definitive time travel movie, a perfect film. A wonderful family film, an adventure, a comedy, a sci-fi romp, Back to the Future. Mom, I had a horrible nightmare. Dreamed that I went back in time. Well, safe and sound now, back in good old 1955. 1955? Oh, my God. Are you telling me that you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Hey, McFly! This is the big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. You're my mom. You're my mom. I thought I almost laughed out loud when you said "wonderful family film" because you know I had, I had a dev- my fa- my family devastated me when I watched this movie. But uh, but uh, oh my gosh! I I like I said you Jesse, you're tied to Back to the Future too. You know, I think it's just about age, like. I saw this in the theater when I was 13 years old. I was the perfect age for this movie to just be, you know, want to be Michael J. Fox. You know, it's like I was a little older than you guys when this came out and it was the biggest thing on earth, you know. 
I was one of the kids got the Volterra skateboard. You know, I I was swept up in this. So, yeah, it is a top five movie for me all yeah. time. Yeah, great movie. I had uh, we had recorded this on off of HBO at some point in the eighties, and I wore that. T- it had Back to the Future, Money Pit, and um space camp oh wow and that was that tape and i remember wearing that tape out watching those three movies endlessly that would have been your number two pick if i'd beat it you would (laughs) have come back with space camp (laughs) yeah Yeah. time dilation oh man yeah i adore this movie but i don't think anyone here loves it more than jesse himself so what 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 do you yeah, think? Uh, Why is this have such a place in your heart and shelves of collectibles that you have? Right, collected? right, right. Uh, I, I think I happened upon this when my parents went over to a friend's house. Uh, they were just throwing the TV on while they were playing cards or whatever. And I think it was, I think this was an HBO deal where it showed up on the TV and I was, I don't, I couldn't have been more than eight or nine years old when I was watching it. I think maybe a little bit older than that. Um, but I was amazed at this concept of somebody going back and talking to their parents while they were children or while they were teenagers and what kind of an experience that would be. Um, Michael J. Fox. I mean, one of the hottest actors of the eighties, uh, teen wolf, uh you you can name alex p keaton alex p keaton family ties um and his chemistry with christopher lloyd uh as this weird father figure you're kind of wondering like it never does get explained as to why he's hanging out with doc brown but you just kind of learn to accept it um, and the weird interactions that he has with his family as he goes back in and screws something up. Oh my goodness. <laughs> there's going to be a paradox. You know, this is what, what, you know, what is the future going to hold for him now that he's uh, doc Brown obviously knows he's disappearing from existence. Uh, and you, you just, you're along with Marty McFly for the, uh, for the ride to try and figure out how to get back to the future. Um, the DeLorean, <laughs> I mean, what a oh. perfect, perfect way to get across a time machine. I think the original script called for a refrigerator. Uh, I believe mm-hmm. um, that they were going to detonate uh, a nuclear bomb. They had to get this uh, time travel device near uh, a nuclear test site or something like that. And then they finally came up with the idea of, you know, having this thing be mobile having it be having it be a car and it's probably like how many kids would have gotten trapped in a refrigerator in the 80s (laughs) yeah (laughs) right dude there would have been a a rash of uh... they would have had another they would have had to make another punky brewster special episode punky (laughs) could not have saved us yeah Uh, (laughs) oh i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) so uh when you think of classic cars in the 1980s i mean this has got to be top two uh the delorean uh the back to the future deloreans up there so 
there's so much that this movie has done for the me. The soundtrack, the fashion, yeah. right? The quotes, yeah. Just it's it, every scene is iconic, right? Uh, and uh, you could tell at the end of this, they set it up for a sequel. Uh, but I don't think their plans were to have a sequel. They were just going to kind of leave it open ended. And they, the the, Mar- the further adventures of uh, Marty McFly and and Doc. Uh, but you know they finally start getting a ground swelling for a sequel, and then we get parts two and three. But Back to the Future one is when anybody looks at the trilogy that you talk to, just about anybody's going to tell you that is the peak of uh, of the trilogy back to the future one sets the tone uh it's it's a really really good time travel movie and it deserves to be number one and i'm glad it's there we did it i guess one i I say this like people you know this is a perfect screenplay it's so well constructed it's so it's such clockwork you know fit together but there's all there's just one thing I've never understood about this movie. Maybe Ooh. Jesse, you can clear it up. Okay. When Marty comes back at the end, he's been in the fifties. That Marty Prime, okay, original Marty. He comes back. His family's wealthy and happy. He's got a truck. He's going to the lake for the weekend. There had to have been a Marty in that timeline <laughs> who owned that truck and made those plans. Where did he go? Oh, well, I mean... My theory is that Doc had to take him out. Uh, Doc had to sneak around and kill the other Marty so the original I, Marty could take his I place. Think to, what, quote, yeah, to quote Ant-Man from Endgame, Back to the Future is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the theory that you're talking about there, Jordan, actually is something that I've read uh, where... Uh, Doc is actually killing Marty's <laughs> in mm. order to make sure that the timeline uh, doesn't get screwed up. Um, that's yeah, that's uh, one thing that I read. But uh, probably anyway, led, yeah. led to like Rick and Morty and that sort of thing. Ah, mm. uh, yeah. One of those Martys, I think, was Eric Stoltz. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was the first one we had to kill. I I learned something uh, just listening to a, an audio book here about the film. There's a point I think where. Uh, Biff gets punched. I think it's in the diner in part one. So Biff mm-hmm. gets punched in the face. That is Eric Stoltz actually hitting uh, oh. Thomas F. Wilson, uh, Thomas F. Wilson. Yeah. He actually hit him in the face as an it's accident. Still, still in there. Yeah, but it's there. It, it, that's Eric Stoltz uh, hitting him. Um, so yeah, oh. Eric Stoltz was originally going to be Marty. Um, I. Love the film to death. I've I've read so much. Just like you said, I've got a lot of collectibles. Uh, my wife has been really hooking me up with some of the NECA stuff. I think it's NECA, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, been getting a lot of those figures, and uh, it's just one of those uh, iconic films that's shaped me to today. It's really sh- I, it is where I learned that I enjoy science fiction, and I love this uh, as a, a plot device that, uh, that they use in some narratives, and I like to see how other people use it, uh, but Back to the Future is always going to be one of the uh, one of the favorites for me that, and, and the way that it's used. Robert Zemeckis, the director, Bob Gale, the screenwriter, and have stuck to their guns, no reboots, no remakes, so we're just going to leave it as pure as it is. Hmm. There it is. I love it, guys. 
Lots not, of fun. Not at all what some of us may have expected, but uh, eh, we talked a, not, talked a lot, we of a lot of movies. Yeah, we did. We got did a lot of movies talked about. Whew. I'm exhausted. Me too. <laughs> heavy. It's heavy. <laughs> uh, oh, man, you know what? I hate the list. I hate manure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's count down real quick here. 20, Army of Darkness. 19, Midnight in Paris. 18, Idiocracy. 17, Beyond the Infinite. Two minutes. 16, Frequently asked questions about time travel. 15, 13 going on 30. 14, run Lola run. 13, frequency. 12, flight of the navigator. 11, was field of dreams replaced by Terminator 2, Judgment Day. 10, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. 9, safety not guaranteed. 8, back to the future 2. 7, was Pleasantville replaced by Star Trek 4, Voyage Home Six was Donnie Darko. Oh, it was uh, 12 Monkeys vetoed and replaced by Donnie Darko. Five was Interstellar. Four, Looper. Three, Edge of Tomorrow. Two, Planet of the Apes vetoed and replaced by Avengers Endgame. And at number one, Back to the Future. Would have liked to see Groundhog Day in there, but other than that, I'm happy with how we ended up. And I hope everyone else is too. And I hope that some of our listeners let us know what we missed. Uh, Cause I'm sure there's something out there. I haven't heard of I need to check out uh, any honorable mentions. I'd, I'll, I'll say mine one. I'm surprised we had 20 picks and well, I mean, not with the pickers here, honestly, but I maybe I thought Jesse might throw primer out there. Mm, that's a, that's an interesting, like, independent real like kind of low budget yeah. uh time travel but but it, it, they, but it really sparked a lot of people thinking about yeah it did. new ways to do time travel it was a it's a it is a thinker um other than groundhog day my highest ranked one that i really would have liked to get on there and i'm surprised that i i could have seen cliff picking this one maybe he's never seen it or maybe he just didn't like it but this felt like the closest to a cliff type time travel movie is about time with uh, Donald Gleason and Rachel McAdams, um, Margot Robbie, Uh, Nick and I've watched this like a million times. Like it is such a pleasant time travel movie. Have you, any of you guys seen it? I, it sounds familiar. I'm pulling it up on IMDb just to see what uh, I've seen, but I off the top of my head though, it's what if every moment in your life came with a second chance? Uh, Don, Donald Gleason, who's great in it, uh, night after another unsatisfactory New Year's party, his father, uh, Bill Nei, I'm not sure how to say his name, but he's great in it, uh, tells his son that the men in the family has always had the ability to travel through time. They can't change history, but he can change what ha- ha- happens and has happened in his own life. So he decides to make his world a better place by getting a girlfriend. Sadly, that turns out to not be as easy as he thinks. But uh, just like he can go back and change things, but it's going to greatly affect 
there's a lot of repercussions from what he does, which is what you want from a time travel movie. It's right. so good. It's very sentimental. And I think you'd like it. This would be my highest wreck for you, Cliff. And for all of you, probably for a time travel movie to see if you haven't seen it, because it's the only one, you know, it's my highest rated one that didn't make the list. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I had, uh, very little left that I jotted down. (laughs) There are very little movies left. (laughs) Time Bandits, classic eighties movie. Um, the butterfly effect. Oh, I Uh, love that movie. That was, yep. uh, yeah, back in the, uh, you know, Man, back in the day Man, that blew my mind because I somehow I forgot about that movie. I used to be really high on my yeah. time travel movies and I didn't even think of it. Yeah, and then um, I'd seen some people mention uh, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. That's but, good. Yeah. It's a time travel thing. Yeah, but that's it. I like those movies. I just had uh, Austin Powers. I mean, was there any bigger movie than Austin <laughs> Powers for this couple of couple years yeah right yeah. right everybody was quoting and trying to do the impression it was the biggest thing in pop culture and i want to shout out hot tub time machine <laughs> not not that it's a great movie i did enjoy it i liked it but it has my favorite gag of any time travel movie whatsoever the uh has crispin glover as the mm-hmm. bellhop yeah and when they meet him he's missing an arm yes all right so they go back in time and he has two arms and throughout the entire movie, he keeps getting into situations where you think he's going to lose his arm, like the <laughs> elevator is going to close, and oh, he just oh wow, that was close. So like <laughs> the movie teases you a dozen times, like how did this guy lose his arm? And it's it was it was adorable. I, love it. <laughs> I, I do love that. Yeah, good stuff. Great gag. All right, <sighs> I'll share my screen, and I'll kind of run down my honorable mentions. Uh. Okay. So now I'm just I, there's uh, some of these I don't know if they you know I even would have thought about putting them on a list but I mean transfers you guys ever see transfers? No. Okay. All right. Never it is a time Okay, Tim Thomerson and it's actually a, a film franchise uh from uh oh I want to say Full Moon is that the name? Um Full Moon Studios. Anyway, stars Helen Hunt, one of her earlier roles. Um, guy goes back in time, uh, basically is sent back into his uh, like grandfather's self. So it's 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 interesting. It's Tim Thomerson. It's uh, it's pretty funny. Somebody mentioned Time Cop. Yeah. And by golly, I would have I would have probably tried to put that on the list. Van Damme <laughs> at like one of the hottest. You know, he That's was a hot movie star at that point in time. Peak Van Dam. Right, right. Uh, the Final Countdown from 1980, starring Martin Sheen, I believe. Uh, Kirk stars Kirk Douglas, Martin Sheen, Catherine Ross. You guys seen this? Oh uh, no, I've never seen it, but I've always wanted to. Oh, it's a great film. Uh, the USS Nimitz uh, ends up back in Pearl, uh, right before the events of Pearl Harbor. And they have to make a decision as to whether they're going to stop it or not. And they're, of course, you know, it's a military unit. And they've got to try and figure out what to do. And it's it's pretty intense. Mm-hmm. Um, the Final Countdown. Good film. Cool. Uh, let's see. And then the only other one that I think that I had a bookmarked. Uh, I mentioned this to uh, Jordan a long time ago. 
the movie as I knew it was called Grand Tour, the Grand Tour, and this starred Jeff Daniels uh, and uh, the girl from Jurassic Park. I can't remember her name, um, the little girl. Anyway, what and happens? Ariana is, Richards. Thank you. A uh, some time, uh, some some people show up at this guy's hotel, and they're really weird. Jeff Daniels is trying to figure out like, okay, well, they're here, this bread and bed and breakfast or whatever. Um, and they're there to kind of check out the locals. And he's kind of trying to figure out why they're there. And what he learns is that they're going back in time to watch disasters happen. And a meteorite ends up hitting this town and levels it. And he lives, of course, just outside the town. Uh, so... What ends up happening is he gets some of their time travel technology and he decides to go back in time and try to stop and try and evacuate the town. Uh, so hijinks ensue. It's a very, I think you, it's a hard movie to find. You may be able to find it on YouTube, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, possibly, but I, I can't say I've ever seen it other than on a, this is one of those ones I rented from Parmar, grabbed yeah. the other VCR and made a dub of it. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, that was, uh, the grand tour. And then I think, let me just double check. Oh, Kung Fury. That was the one that, that almost did edge of tomorrow. Have you guys ever heard of Kung Fury? I've, I've heard, heard of it. it. Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. Well, you can go to YouTube. It's a YouTube vid. Um, Kung Fury. Oh, that's why you asked how long does it have to be? Yes. It was a release. 2015 YouTube short. Hacker man. I mean, I don't. Yes, <laughs> Hacker man. It's hacking time. Uh, it is a great. Just I don't know how long is it. It's Thirty-one minutes. So it's half an hour. I mean, watch this guy. Is he going? Oh, he didn't do it. He kick flips a cop car. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, Kung Fury, very much a personal favorite of mine. Triceracop. Triceracop, sir. Triceracop. All right, that's it. I'm done sharing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! No, I've never seen that. I feel like we've all broadened our horizons. <laughs> yeah, we have learned so much. Oh, that may not have went how we planned, or maybe it went exactly as we planned. I don't know, but it was a good time. I'm curious as to what alternate reality list would have been out there had the vetoes yeah. went a little bit different. Had the roll of the dice. You can, you can, you can never relive it. This nope. is it. This is uh, chiseled in stone. <laughs> All right. Sign us out. Jesse, thank you for visiting. Again, you're welcome anytime. We appreciate your friendship uh, and how well you've supported us over the years. And we enjoy what you do over on the Rattletchin Broadcasting Network. Thanks a lot, man. Thank you guys for having me. We had a blast. This, Like I said, I have been itching to do this podcast for a while, ever since Seth mentioned it. So again, appreciate the opportunity to come on here and, and ex, you know, just like I said, expound or let's just say, talk about my love for time travel movies. Um, yeah, find me over at the Unspoken, uh, let's try that again, Source Material Comics podcast feed. Should be able to find that in any podcatcher. You hear me talk about comic books on there. Uh, we have unspoken issues on that same feed. We're just getting ready. It'll probably in, be in the archive once this releases. But we're about to hit a discussion where Chris Armstrong and myself talk about every 
image founders contributions launch title so uh the number one issue of each one of those launch titles mm -hmm. so spawn uh mcfarland spawn savage dragon by eric larsen number one we are not just going to be talking about them we're going to be doing something very similar to this we're going to be counting them down and it's a four-hour podcast that's divided up into eight episodes oh my uh, god yeah well that's that's about 10 15 minutes an episode just yeah. every day you'll be able to get in there mm. and hear us count down as we get to the top who is going to be our combined that's interesting because we combined our picks <sighs> who's going to be our combined number one image founder that we love hmm. you're gonna have to wait till the very end but that's Ooh. happening right Sorry. now i think it's as we speak it just aired uh june 4th all the way through june 12th or maybe 11th oh, something man. like that check take it out guys big it's week ahead of us yeah big take, week every I'll be day taking Boom. jesse starcher on my uh commute to work every I just there I've got go. like 10, I've got like a stack shot. of Jesse podcasts <laughs> in my catcher. Just like <laughs> they're all there. Thanks again, guys. I appreciate it. Awesome stuff. Thank you for listening. We love you all, and we'll be back in time. My name is Jordan Lou. Thirty flirty and thriving. <laughs> I'm Cliff Barnes. Ah, uh, I'm Seth. Bye forever. Or maybe not. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at the Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show Kapow the Pop Cultured Podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash KPP for special content and access to Patreon-only benefits. We are grateful for anyone who chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will remain free. So please continue to like, comment, and share.